0: Hello, my friends, and welcome to the Deeper Daily Podcast for the 14th day of March. I'm Paul White. We start a brand new week, and I hope that you are enjoying the favor of God. Know how much the Father loves you. No matter what you're going through today, may you know that He goes through it with you. Let's have an approach to life that looks a lot more like whatever I'm going through, He goes through with me than it does I'm going through this stuff because God's against me or I'm going through stuff because God's trying to teach me something. Let's not make God the bad guy. Let's realize he's a good father. He's with you. Whatever you're going through today, he is with you. He walks with you through it. He holds your hand through it. I want to take you back into the Genesis 37 account and I want to try to finish today this little Part of the story where Joseph has been dreaming dreams that have caused his brother on multiple verses, multiple occasions, to hate him. Part of it is the dreams, part of it is a little bit of a tattletale nature, but they hate him, then they hate him even more, then they hate him even more, and then in verse 11, his brothers envied him, but his father kept the matter in mind. And so I want to move past the brothers, and I want to move past the the fact that Joseph articulated what probably could have been better kept to himself. And I want to show you what you could do instead. And I want to show you how the New Testament rounds it out even better, which isn't surprising. What you could do instead of declaring everything you've seen, is you could do what Jacob does. Let's read 11 again. And his brothers envied him, but his father kept the matter in mind. So Jacob rebukes Joseph in the verse previous when he says, you know, what's this dream you've dreamed that we're all gonna bow down to you? But he keeps the matter in his mind. And I think that there's maybe a little addition here to the translation that could have been better. Let me let me tell you what I mean. I don't know if you're looking at a hard copy. If not, I'll, I'll handle it for you. The last two words of verse 11 are italicized in most translations. And so the Hebrew sounds a little closer to this. His brothers envied him, but his father kept the matter. Well, the translators added, kept the matter in mind. That's not so bad. I mean, he, he keeps it somewhere where he can dwell on it. But the New Testament fixes this, I think. And it does it, it redeems it by allowing us to see it through the lens, not of a father, but of a mother. And this idea that maybe mom ponders things a little closer to the heart than dad does. When you get to Luke chapter two, where Christ is born of Mary and the shepherds marvel at the baby. The Bible says in Luke 2 19, Mary kept all these things and pondered them in her heart. And then the shepherds returned glorifying God. So everyone comes to the stable to see the baby. Mary is a new mom, probably nervous, um, a little scared. Probably like any mom would be, boy, I wish these people would leave. I'd like to spend time alone. I'm tired. But she doesn't say any of that. She doesn't attack the moment. Instead, she ponders in her heart the things that she sees. This isn't the only time that Mary responds this way. Deeper into Luke 2, we fast forward nearly a dozen years and arrive at Jesus in Jerusalem, at age 12, teaching and listening and asking questions to the doctors and the lawyers. You know, why'd you seek me? Didn't you know I'd be about my father's business? You know the story. How does Mary respond? Verse 51 of Luke 2. He went down with them and came to Nazareth and was subject to them or obedient to them. But his mother kept all these things in her heart. Now, twice, twice. In Luke 2, Mary has been overwhelmed, once overwhelmed at the manger by visitors, people encroaching her personal space, this private, intimate moment, and yet she doesn't say anything. She just ponders this in her heart. A dozen years later, that pondering leads to the acceptance of this moment at age 12, And can you imagine, parents, losing your child for a few days at 12 years old and go back and find them, and the response, well, I'm about my father's business. What do you do with that? Mary, remembering the manger, ponders this in her heart as well. This is a different moment. This is is the Genesis 37 moment on steroids. This is the mom seeing, being around, and hearing things completely beyond her. And rather than fighting them or arguing with them or even just simply acquiescing to them, she ponders them. This is what I felt like the Holy Spirit showed me for me. Maybe it means something to you. If he wants to talk to me, he can give me a dream, he can give me a vision, he can speak to me. If he wants to talk to me through someone else, fine, whatever, the responsibility that I have is to ponder it in my heart. To do what Jacob did over Joseph, to do what Mary did over Jesus. I think there's a great contrast. You can be Joseph who tells everything you hear. That's gonna cause some problems. Get ready for it. Or you can be Jacob and you can be Mary who hear the unimaginable, see the unimaginable and ponder it in your heart. You don't have to have an immediate response. It's okay to ponder it in your heart. It's okay to think about it. It's okay to mull it over, pray about it, dwell on it, wrestle with it. If it's God, it won't go away. That's what I've learned in life. If it's the Father speaking to you, it doesn't go away. It's there, it's always lurking in the back of your consciousness. And when you do put some time on it, it stands up and screams at you. If it's not God, you can get it to go away. And so sometimes the only way to figure that out is time and patience. And if you show those two things, if it's Him, I promise, He will reveal exactly what it is he wants you to know. Now, tomorrow, I want to go back into the Genesis 37 account, and I want to take you with Joseph. This was my plan today, but I wanted to say that one more passage there. Take you with Joseph to find his brothers in this big moment where they're going to sell him into slavery. There's a lot accompanying this, and we'll dig into it tomorrow. We'll see you then. God bless.